Welcome to Forget the Norm, the podcast that will help you let go of society's outdated timelines. I'm Sophia. Are you ready for a chat? Hey guys, and welcome back to today's episode. This is episode three of Forget the Norm, and today I wanted to talk to you guys about a topic that's very near and dear to my heart. We're going to be talking about having babies and our biological time clocks, and I originally called this episode Other Ticking Time Bombs or something like that, and I decided to switch it out uh, to Ticking Clocks just because Time bombs sound very overwhelming and this topic is already overwhelming enough as it is. So further in this episode, I actually interviewed a friend of mine. Her name is Yasmin and she has a beautiful, beautiful baby girl. And I wanted to talk to her a little bit about her experience of becoming a mom in her 20s and just have sort of like the other side of the story in this podcast because I'm, you know not married and I don't have a child yet and I'm 25. So I thought it would be refreshing to have sort of both views on this podcast. I wanted to start this episode by just addressing the huge elephant in the room, which is sort of the pressure that's going on right now for our generation to not just have babies, but get married and buy a house and all these things. That is why I started this podcast. And I just wanted to start off by saying that you don't have to be doing anything at any point in time. And what I mean by this is there is no right age to buy a house or get married. But the thing with having babies is that while there's not like a specific age that you should be having a baby, we as women and, you know, just those of us who have the organs that are capable of, of conceiving a child do have a limit on the amount of time that we can take to decide whether or not we want to have a child. Obviously, this is not necessarily true if you are choosing to foster or adopt, but for those of us who want to have biological children maybe at some point, there is sort of a, a window, more so for women than for men. Have you ever felt pressured with time concerns and things like that if you're planning on naturally conceiving your own child. That's what I thought. <laughs> I've definitely gone down that rabbit hole of going, uh-oh, I'm 25. If I get married next year or if I get engaged now and then I'm engaged for this many months and then I get married and then I'm married for this many years and then I have a child, I'll have my first kid at insert a random age here. I am lucky enough to be dating someone who's very, very open about talking about these kinds of things. I think it was like our second date or third date when I first asked him if he wanted to have kids. Mind you, he's four years younger than me, right? So he's 22 years old and I'm 25. And she, he just turned 22. That's why there's, yeah. I've always known that I wanted to be a mom and I told him that and he said, you know, like up until now I'd never really even considered it I never thought about it it's not something that was like realistic for me to even consider but he told me from the beginning that he'd be completely open to having children he could see himself being a dad so I've known from the very beginning that I was with someone who at some point in life would be interested in having children and this is sort of my first takeaway from this podcast episode is that if you are getting to an age where you feel like you're dating, more so to find your long-term partner, and if you're not doing that, that's totally fine, but if you are, I highly encourage you to bring that topic up in one of the first dates because 
the whole, if you bring that up, you might scare them away is so untrue. If you scare someone away by asking them if they want to have kids in the future, they probably weren't worth keeping around anyway, because I feel like it's such a natural thing to ask. It's such a, you know, for me, it's a normal question is things like, you know, where do you want to live or what kind of career do you want to have? They're in the future, of course, but it's still something that, you know, people can pretty much tell um, if they're more inclined towards wanting to have a child or more inclined towards not wanting to have a child. So we decided that, you know, we both wanted to be parents at some point pretty early into our relationship, not necessarily with each other at that point, but, you know, in life. And, you know, as our relationship evolved, that conversation started to come up a little bit more often because we're, you know, working from our computers, we have the opportunity to travel, so we tried to time a little bit what what our next couple of years were going to look like, whether we were going to be careful with birth control or not, you know, very important topics like that, discussions like that. And for us personally, we decided we wanted to travel first and then have children later and then bring the children on the travel with us, but that we wanted to sort of have some more years to ourselves where we could pick up and go at any point. And that wouldn't be a stability for me that a child deserves. So, you know, that was our take on it. And then I discovered that I have something called PCOS. I don't want to go too much into detail about what PCOS is, but essentially it meant that I have very irregular periods. But the thing about PCOS is that it's reversible and I'm working on fixing it. And actually the day that I'm recording this podcast episode is the day that I got my period for the first time in eight months since quitting being on the pill. And so I'm very, very happy about that. Um, but yeah, I got diagnosed with PCOS and that is the first time that I was very scared about what having babies would look like for me. I am terrified of the possibility of not being able to conceive my own children just because that's something that I wanted to experience as a woman. I wanted to experience growing a child in my belly. I think that that's crazy. It's a superpower, honestly. And the prospect of not being able to become a mom became real suddenly and I was very scared. I remember crying and, you know, my partner just kept telling me like, whatever it is, we'll we'll get through it. We can try, you know, fertility treatments. We can look into adoption. And thankfully, it's looking like I've been able to sort of put myself on the right course. But I actually quit birth control because I wanted to check out my normal cycle and find out if I could you know, if I had regular cycles, if I would have a hard time conceiving or not, if everything was okay with my ovaries and just everything was in check for the moment where I did want to have kids in the future. Having children is such an important step in some people's lives and going into it unprepared emotionally or financially can make things really, really tough. Not impossible. A lot of people do it but it can make it extremely tough. And more so than worrying about our age, we need to be worrying about, well, our financial capabilities of bringing up a child, obviously, but I think our emotional ones even come first because it's the whole put on your mask before you help other people, right? If you're not in a good mental space to be having a child, if you don't feel like you're done growing up yourself, which is a process that takes a very long time, how are you going to bring a kid into this world and raise them to be the, you know, kind, hopefully, human being that you are, are wanting them to be? 
And I think that we all get very naturally curious about what it would be like to have a kid. I mean, it's very normal to have baby fever, especially in our most fertile years. And I just wanted to bring an expert into the situation to give us her take on it. In this case, uh, the expert Yasmin, who's a mom. <laughs> and let her, you know, give us some of her advice. So I want to encourage you to please have these conversations early with your partners. Don't be afraid of asking your friends who already have kids whether they not regret it, but sort of would have done anything different so you can learn from their experience or whether they're loving it and maybe you might too. But please, 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 please do not let society tell you that there is a right or wrong way to do it. There's only one way to do it, I believe, and it's your way. I, for example, have a cousin who just had her second child at 45 years old. She didn't meet the man who she is with now until I believe she was in her late 30s. They had their first child at 40 and now five years later they just had their second child at 45. Perfectly healthy babies, perfectly healthy parents, very very happy with how everything turned out for them. I, I think it's a perfect example. I mean you could have a, your first kid at 20 or your first kid at 40 and still be perfectly happy with your life. So I'm going to let Yasmin take it from here and the first question that I asked her was how old were you when you had your daughter and was this an age you always envisioned or did it just happily happen this way? Hi Sophia, thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, I feel like this is such an important topic to talk about today and I'm really happy to be a part of it. So my husband and I got pregnant with my daughter when we were... Um, 26 and I had her just a little after my 27th birthday and I never really had a, a certain timeline in my head of when um, I wanted to have kids but maybe that's because uh, my husband and I met when we were 18 and you know then we, we dated for a while and then we got married and we never really had a timeline. We knew that we wanted to have kids, but after we got married and we kind of settled into our home, um, that's when we kind of decided when uh, we wanted to start having a family. You guys are honestly the cutest family. And I guess my second question is, how did you both know you were ready to be parents? My husband and I both really wanted to have kids and um, we both knew that we were ready. Um, well, I knew... I knew a, a long time ago, I always wanted to be a mom, um, but, you know, realistically for, for us, we, we kind of both decided that we were ready about a year after we got married. We were settled in our home, and um, it just felt like a good time for us. We always, um, you know, we're always like, when is the best time to have a baby? And, you know, there really isn't ever a perfect time for anything, especially to have a child. So that was just the time that we thought was best for us, and... Um, you know, we were really excited with the thought of, um, you know, having a, a kid and being able to do all the fun things that we were doing, but with with our child. So traveling with them and, you know, taking them out and going to parks with them and hiking with them. We were so excited to um, incorporate that into our child's life and being able to do that as a family. So um, that was really the time that we thought, uh, you know, we were ready to take that next step in our life. It really sounds like this was something you guys felt super excited for. And honestly, I think that that's such a great indicator, right? When you're just 
really looking forward to the moment where you get to do something, then you're probably ready to to do it. And it must have been really tough given, you know, everything that happened this year and just being stuck at home and not being able to live out maybe as much of the dreams that you had for the first couple of years as you wanted to. But my final question and probably the one I'm most curious to hear your answer for is as a mom, what's your best piece of advice to women who are feeling pressured to have kids because of these ticking biological clocks that we all have? As a mom and as a woman, I completely understand the pressures for a woman to have a child by a certain age because of the ticking biological clock that we have. And um, my personal advice would really just be to, you know, make that decision when you're ready and when you're happy with that decision i know it's way easier said than done of course but the way that you know i like to think of it is that the beautiful thing about today is that we have so many alternative methods and and helpful ways to help a woman get pregnant if they are at that age where it might be a little bit more difficult to do it naturally such as surrogacy or adoption or ivf um, that, you know, we didn't have those options back in the day. So it's it's really wonderful that we do have those options for women um, if that's, you know, something that they decide that they want to do and grow their family. You know, when making the decision to have a family, I really think it's important and to really, you know, make sure that it's something that we want and we're not doing it because of those pressures put upon us, whether it's societal, whether it's you know, family pressures, whether it's pressures we're putting on ourselves because of this biological um, clock we have. And if you're, you know, focusing more on your career maybe or focusing on yourself or on a relationship, I think it's important that we really, you know, do that so that when we are ready and we're happy with the decision to start a family, that it feels like it's right for us. And everyone's timeline and everyone's path is going to be different. Maybe some friends of yours are having children at a younger age. And maybe some of your other friends are having children at an older age than someone else. But I don't really think, you know, that matters because everyone has a different way of living. Everyone has a different um, path. And I think it's important to really you know, trust in yourself and trust in your decisions and make sure that you're happy first before you decide to start a family. Starting a family and having a child does change your life, I think in the most wonderful way, but I really do think it helps with the transition if it's a decision that you are happy with and that you're ready for. I love that you said helps with the transition because I think that's also something so important to point out that even if you are going into it excited and ready and you feel like this is, you know, your time to shine as a parent, it's still going to be tough. It's still going to be a transition. And I can't speak for myself because I've never done it. And I don't want to compare having babies to having a puppy and a dog, but I know that Yasmin, you did this too with your little pups, but it's a change. It's a drastic change. Even when I just got my dog and I adopted him, all of a sudden I couldn't just, you know, hop on a plane and go somewhere for the weekend because I had a living being that required me being around and planning around him. And it took me a while to adapt to that change. So based on that experience, and I know that it's a completely different one, I 
can, can completely relate to what you said with the transition. It helps that if you are already comfortable and prepared for what's coming, that you're going to be able to tackle those challenges and those changes a little bit better. Thank you so much for being on this podcast, Yasmin. And I wanted to leave you guys with the usual prompt. And for today's episode, I wanted to challenge you guys to ask yourselves, has there been any time in your life where you've done something because you felt the time pressure to do so? What was it? And what happened when you did or you didn't do this? Really reflect on how that timeline impacted your decisions, whether they were good, whether they were bad, and allow yourself to reflect on how you want to move forward and sort of allow time to have or not an impact on the way you choose to lead your life. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye! Thanks for listening to Forget the Norm, and remember, it's your life you're living after all. Thank you.